0: and Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger.
1: Hey, I'm Frank Mills. We appreciate you joining us today, Uh, whether you're watching or listening. Thank you so much for doing so. Today we've got another great show uh, and involves, uh, looks like a lot of work from what I looked at. But what we're going to be talking about today is the benefits of high rep sets and uh, how they're going to work for you. And also we'll be talking about of course, your fan questions and input for the show got some pretty interesting content there as well. So that being said, let's get going, to Armin. This should be a great topic talking about the benefits of high rep sets. And uh, yeah, this okay. is something that you probably do a lot of, huh?
0: Oh yeah, uh, you know, there's a one of the things about high rep sets is a lot of people make a lot of assumptions, and, and there's some myths about, you know, are they good for you and you know, how beneficial they really are. And I've learned a lot about using them over the years. And uh, there's definitely a place for using high rep sets. And so that's what we want to kind of bring to everybody's attention and see if we can uh, enlighten them to some other strategies for the train.
1: Okay. Well, I guess what we should get started with is so everybody understands what is considered a high rep set.
0: Well, what you're going to see generally as a rule is you're going to see 12 to 20 reps would be considered high rep sets uh, just because that's what most people have been doing. Uh, but, you know, I've experimented, you know, with other set rep, set uh, rep schemes. And, you know, I've also done a hundred reps in a set as well, which is a, a you know, whole nother element uh, to the ball game. Uh, so, you know, what we're going to get into here is, all the nuances about how you know how these sets can affect you and what to kind of expect from it.
1: Okay, so seriously, when you said high rep sets, I was thinking like maybe forty or fifty. A hundred, really? Are you serious? A hundred?
0: Yeah, it's um it's quite a brutal training
1: oh. strategy.
0: Um, I mean, it really is, but the effects are, are very interesting. You know, again, I've done it from my own personal experience. And so that's what we're uh-huh. going to talk about is my personal experience. I've done it with clients, but not a lot of clients typically want to go through that. So, but I have, <laughs> you know, have done it with them. Right. So, you know, the thing is with that high rep set scheme is I mostly did them for like the weaker areas that I felt needed more work and that would be my leg, my legs, and then also um, my back exercises. Okay. So now I've done it for other areas too, but mostly those because I, I wanted a different approach. And I had learned about them a long time ago. And, you know, they, there was a period of time where people were really experimenting with them. And, you know, there, there are people that still do it, but, um, you know, what I felt from it was pretty tremendous. So, uh, you know, one of the things is once you're done, you know, When you do a hundred reps with whatever muscle group you're doing it, you're gonna have a complete pumped and completely, uh, you know, blown up muscle Mm -hmm. by the time you're done because you're you're gonna be using every other muscle, or you know, every fiber you can to get that, get to that hundred rep set. Right, right. It's a very intense uh, you know, process. Um, so you know, for example, um. It's like when I do squats. um When I first started, it was pretty tough. Mm -hmm. okay But what I was able to build up to, every time I did a hundred rep set, whether it be to rehab my hamstring or just to you know focus on my quad quadricep development, Mm -hmm. is I would I would be able to that muscle so engorge it would just totally enact. I mean, just activate every muscle fiber I thought that I had in my legs because they were. I mean, I couldn't really move. So, mm-hmm. but I, I could feel it, yeah, especially um, you know the next day. That was even uh, more intense. But um, uh, but when I do it, it is a game changer, and it's something that um, you, the soreness is pretty extreme. So, especially the first few times you do it, even though you may use really light weight. So, again, it's it's a real eye opener as far as I was concerned. But it, it it's tough training. But I really uh, liked what I got from
1: it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So Armin, I'm kind of curious. Uh, how do you determine <laughs> the weight to start with? And and how many sets are you doing in these reps continuously?
0: All right. So those are some pretty good questions, which you know, I'm sure people are kind of curious about if they haven't mm-hmm. ever done it. So you know, obviously when you first start out, you, you gotta go light because you don't even know how to, if you're even gonna finish. Right, And so the first time I tried to do it, I didn't really finish. I couldn't make it. So I knew it was going to require a lot more mental toughness to do it. Uh, But, you know, one of the things is, for example, uh, when I started squatting to help develop my uh, squat better and my technique better, which which it will do, Mm -hmm. I had to start with a bar. So the first time I did, I started with the bar. And I, you know, I barely got fifty reps. It's just like, holy mackerel! <laughs> so the next time I, next time I did it, you know, and then I got more reps, and you know, right. eventually I got to hundred reps. Okay. So then when you, when I got to hundred reps with the bar, typically what you're going to find is the first fifty reps or so are, are not too bad. You know, because you're, the problem you're having is you're running out of oxygen and you're getting depleted from your glucose. You know, all the contractions. So, you're when you run out of air, you're kind of gasping a little bit. So, you got to kind of catch your breath, suck in some more air, and then see how many more reps you can squeeze out. So, as you get through this process, you're trying to squeeze out 10, 15, or whatever uh, reps you can. then eventually it gets down to where you can squeeze out five or six. Mm-hmm. You just kind of keep taking a break, catch your breath, and squeeze out some more until you finally hit it. Right. Uh, and then, then you're done. So, uh, so with that being said, uh, you know, I'd only recommend one set of uh, of that 100 rep set, that's going to be okay. plenty, um, due to the lactic acid buildup. Now, doesn't mean you cannot go train uh, in you know, some other exercises, but just understand you're going to be a hell of a lot weaker at that point <laughs> from the level of fatigue. Mm-hmm. So, it is something that when I was doing it, I I started with the with that extra exercise, I wanted to focus on, or the muscle group as well. First, because I didn't make sure I was mentally fresh; everything was fresh to get it done. There's no need to really warm up with anything because mm-hmm. you're going to get plenty of warm up. So that was the other thing too. You just get your get your head game <laughs> set up, and then you go at it. Okay. So now what happened is, is over time, you know, I was doing this about every couple of weeks. Uh, Because the soreness was pretty intense, and it's pretty intimidating. Okay, because you know what to expect. It's you know it's going to get ugly, but I was able to doing the hundred rep sets with squats, work up to about one hundred thirty five pounds, and that was pretty gut wrenching. And I kind of maxed out at that point because you know what happens is when you start going heavier, uh, (laughs) because you're fatiguing at such extreme level what I found for me anyways, and it may not be for everybody, but uh, my back started bothering me because uh, of, you know, you start cheating everywhere where you can't get, you get right, right. So you got to find your, your body's looking for some places to get, get a break on. So that's what I found in my case. So, but I did work up to 135 pounds hmm. uh, and, and squatting <clears throat> for hundred reps and it is brutal. So, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things you, you just have to kind of experiment on your own. But uh, I remember how my legs felt after each session. I mean, and again, it's just amazing how full they are and how you engage almost every part of the muscle in, in your legs, especially with a squat movement, because it does mm-hmm. work the glutes, works the hamstrings, and the quads. Uh, it's not as efficient for the quads, though, I guess, in some opinions. But nevertheless, you know, I was sore all over. So just mm-hmm. uh, you want to keep, kind of keep that in mind when you, if you want to give it a try. <laughs>
1: You know, as you're working like that, too, and, and you know, I don't want to get too sidetracked here, but does that increase the maximum amount of weight that you're able to do by doing the 100? So, like you said, you could do 135 100 times. If you were going to put on your max weight, would it be like something like four times that or something because you got stronger doing those? Yeah.
0: Well, what happened for me is I was able to, you know, I was able to squat five fifteen for five reps. Oh, wow. You know, okay. by, by doing that strategy, I weighed about 185 at that point. Now I was in my uh, late 20s when I was doing that. You know, mm-hmm. you know I got plenty of, plenty of hormone, everything's good. You know, you're like bulletproof at that age. But it did right. help me, in my opinion, to get to that level. Uh but, you know, when you're lifting heavy, too, that's another scary tactic, too. You got to keep them getting hurt. But, yeah, it, I think it, you know, we're going to talk more about the benefits of it. But, I mean, right. I, I thought it was a great thing to do to help break plateaus, help, you know, I mean, especially with a weaker muscle group. So,
1: Well, you've named a couple things, but I, I guess that's something that we should talk about is why would anyone want to do high reps, in your opinion? I, I mean – it sounds like it's pretty grueling and you know you're extremely sore afterwards so you know exact what do you think that they would be thinking
0: well again you don't have to, don't have to go to 100 reps so that's the thing to keep in mind okay. so okay. even if you're 12 to 20 or 30 that kind of thing uh, what you're going to find is it will improve your muscular endurance so again you know, when you're lifting heavier, you got better endurance because your body's adapting to that stress. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, you know, it can help, you know, improve the, you know, the body's performance of repetitions as well, because uh, biomechanically you're, you're in good control and you're working on your form, your technique. And so you don't fatigue as dramatically, uh, from a heavier set. Okay. But you're also working the, the, the range of motion really well. It's Mm -hmm. also going to give you some cardiovascular benefits because you're going to use a lot of oxygen to uh, get that, you know, get those sets done. Um, So one of the keys I would say, though, um, you know, it's going to help increase blood flow and things like that. But just don't do the repetitions fast. You want to do that range of motion and under control because, you know, what I see a lot of people do when they're doing higher is they're trying to get to that number and they're just doing fast that that's not a lot of benefit which we talked right. about in, in previous shows so don't do them real fast just got them out one at a time but you will see improvement now it also build muscle size you know there's um you, know, you can do you know low reps with heavy weight which you know promotes you know high can help with the strength gains and also help with some size because basically determined that um you know you can get muscle hypertrophy you know, from 3 reps all the way to hundred, as long as you go to muscular failure, right? So right. with the lower rep sets, you don't necessarily have to go quite to muscular failure because of the amount of stress. So there's a little difference there, but when you do a higher rep set, like 12, 20 or more, if you want to activate the white fast switch muscle fibers, you've got to go to go pretty close to muscular failure or at muscular failure, which is, you know, doable because, you know, the weight's not so uh, dangerous to, to, to right. push it with right right So that's the other thing there um but you know that's one of the myths is people think well high reps don't build muscle well uh yes it can okay because of that reason mm-hmm. uh, now this as another thing though it's also a great calorie burner because you know the demands you're putting on the body so if you're looking to burn a lot more calories it'll help reduce your glucose levels which is going to help you lose more body fat because once you reduce your glucose down you're going to have to start using some fat to, uh, keep your, your energy up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing when you're depleting those glucose levels. So it does have some benefits there as a calorie burner and also help with some fat loss. Um, the other final point I wanted to make though, is your risk of injury is low. Uh, but it's also a great rehab type of uh, method too. So, you know, when you're doing the higher reps, you're going to get less stress on the joints and ligaments which mm-hmm. is why it's good, but it gets a lot of blood flow in there, so it helps the healing part of it. So it's going to help those connective tissues. Um, and then, again, you don't have to worry about injury. So for people who have joint issues, that had a lot of achiness or pain, this is a great way to take the pressure off. But remember, you can, you're can you not going to lose muscle because if you're training to to muscular failure close to it, you're going to retain it. But that's mm-hmm. when people get off track and think you got to lift heavy to get the results. I'm all for heavy lifting but I've also learned that this still works. So you want to put that in your repertoire of options to keep things, also keep things fresh.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. A lot of great information, Armin. Um, hmm. All right. So what about people that are saying high reps will mostly just lean you out?
0: Yeah, that's another myth. Okay. 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 You know, really what leads you out is your nutrition, I mean, proper nutrition and, and learn how to burn fat is really what's going to get you lean down. But, you know, the only way you got only you know, you'll burn some fat from the training just because of triglycerides. But that's mm-hmm. that's really not a big deal. So what really happens is, you know, people start thinking, well, you know, if I go higher rep, uh, I'm going to burn more. I mean, it does burn some more energy. But at the end of the day, what's really going on here is you can't lift as heavy. Because you're dieting. Mm -hmm. So the next thing that, you know, your next option is, well, I can't lift this heavy, but I can still go with a lighter weight. You going to go, you know, try to take it to muscular failure. So that's what really happens. So they just associate just because you're doing higher reps, you're leaning out more. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really not the case. Nutrition is what leads you out. I mean, you're not, again, you're not burning fat when you train. It it comes from the nutrition side of the element. So that's what people need to understand. and, you know, the new science is saying that um, with that being said as well, that, again, like I mentioned before, three reps or more, if you go to closer muscular failure, you're still going to get, again, using good form and safety, you're still going to get a lot of benefits from it. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that it's going to start leaning you out. So, you know, I just want to say that that's, that's really a myth.
1: Gotcha. Okay. All right. So what about the number of sets when you're doing high rep and when you do the 100 rep set?
0: that's a good question. Uh, so typically, with higher up sets of, you know, twelve to thirty, you know, obviously, you can do multiple sets because you know, you, even if you take them to failure, because uh, you know, you're 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 not stressing the body out quite so quickly, so you can do multiple sets, not really a problem. And but it really depends on the goal that you have and the volume and training time. So. If you try to get a lot of volume in, and again, I like to keep my training around 45 minutes or less just to hit it hard, break down as much muscle as I can. That way I can get good recovery. So that's how I approach it. Okay. So, you know, the number of sets is just going to depend on how long it takes you to get there, but you will get a lot of volume when doing that. Um, and then, and again, you don't have to do high rep sets all the whole, the whole training session. You can still do some low rep sets, but then also... You know, throw a high rep set in there if you wanted to to, right, to get a right. change up. So, it's, it's something you can kind of play with. Uh, now, the hotter rep set, it can be done at any time. You, know, the, you can do it at the beginning, you can do it at the middle, or you can do it at the end. Uh, I don't recommend the middle or the end so much because, again, if you're hitting it hard with some heavy stuff, you have to go really, really light to even do it. Mm-hmm. So, That's why I like kind of doing it first, but it, you can still do it. It's not really a problem uh it, especially if again, you're trying to jump start a weak muscle group and you're really trying to challenge it so
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but you know just understand that when you do that 100 rep set whether you do it at the beginning the middle of the end you're gonna be pretty fatigued so you gotta mm-hmm. kind of keep that in mind so uh, that's how i kind of uh, approach that
1: well it's definitely interesting on how you can achieve and kind of work your way up to that 100 rep set but you know, Armin, when do you find yourself doing high reps in your training? That's another good question. Um, so
0: I still like to train heavy. So typically, you know, I'm going to do the 6 to 12 rep range for upper body. <clears throat> um, okay. To kind of use heavy weight, uh, But I prefer to do like 12 to 20 reps for my lower body. I just hmm. found that for me, that tends, my legs tend to respond better. I'm using as much weight as I, as I can and heavy as possible. But you know, I'm staying warm at twelve to twenty, because um, I just feel like it works good. Uh, mm-hmm. And well, I find out with a lot of my clients too, especially guys. Uh, you know, some guys can bend bend down and do a squat and put you know an inch on their legs, but you know, I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> and a lot of clients <laughs> I work with, they don't have that capacity either. So for on um, upper body, I use high rep for like again, weak body part like my back. So typically, when I'm doing high rep type activity is you know i'll typically do pull downs or cable machines uh machine rows okay when i'm doing high rep sets because there's good control there you don't have to worry about getting injured uh, and that's the thing you you have good control and you can work on your form so that's a good thing because okay. you're not going to get a higher rep doing pull-ups i mean well you sure. could but you really got to work up to that i mean oh that'd, yeah that'd be a stretch uh and then for like <laughs> chest movements um you know like pec deck flies or cable rows, I can, I can do, you know, if I wanted to work on my inner chest and um, more strategy I can do hundred reps set on a back deck, they are going to be sore as hell. But if that's a weak area, probably want to give that a shot. It just, it, again, it's flies, ca- you know, cables and, uh, you know, fact that your triceps, when you do chest work, if mm-hmm. you're doing presses, your triceps are going to give out and you're not going to really get the full effect. So you really want to isolate Uh, with that type and uh, isolation movements are good for this as well so that's what you're doing there for chest uh you know uh, again then for um like the shoulders lateral raises if you want to fry your shoulders doing 100 rep larry's lateral lateral raises is a good good way to go on that um and then like again for smaller muscle groups like triceps i just do cable and machine type exercises and biceps would be machine and cable type exercises simply because you're, you have a little more control of those, and I, I really feel that they're much easier to work with. Now, you could deal with dumbbells, uh, you know, like dumbbell curls or whatever, but you're gonna have to go really, really light. Um, you know, it is doable. It's just a matter of, um, I don't typically use those methods, because again, in that case, my forearms may give out just trying to hang on to the dumbbells the whole time, as an example there. So, you know, when you're doing this kind of stuff, You you know, as the muscle becomes more engorged with blood and and lactic acid from you getting to that point, whether it's 20 or 30 reps, depending on what you're using, um, it's going to affect your range of motion anyways. And there's going to be a point where the pump gets so intense, you're not going to be able to move because the lactic acid is just going to shut you down. So that's something else that's going to come with doing a high rep set. Mm Mm-hmm. But the nice thing about it is if you want to push a little bit further, even though you went to muscular failure, you can still do like partial reps just to really maximize the, the you know, the pump. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, that's just, you know, there's some people like partial reps and people don't. I don't mind doing them just, to, you know, just because I get, a, you know, maybe one or two more just to make sure I really exhausted the muscle group. So kind of a long winded uh, uh, answer on that
1: <laughs> no really interesting uh you know i never thought and i'm sure a lot of people haven't ever thought of like how many reps can i do going up to a 100 you know it kind of seems out there but you know going 40 or 50 you know i've seen that before so yeah uh you know i Which is I still good too to- yeah <laughs> yeah well it's all very interesting but unfortunately we're running out of time uh any final thoughts as we wrap up this segment for today
0: yeah so you know in my opinion if you've if you've had a, have an injury or had an injury, this is a great thing to do mm. to help rehab the muscle group because when you use lighter weight, you get good blood flow and that helps get the the nutrients into the area to help the healing process. If you go too heavy and you have an injury or past injury you, and it, the the body's not recovered from that injury, then you're going to get swelling from the heavier weight and that's going to aggravate it, make it mm-hmm. worse. So higher up sets are great to help with the healing process, um, and again, any kind of rehab you're doing. Like for example, you know, I pulled my hamstring playing basketball, and you know it was a bad injury. So it wasn't; it could have been a lot worse, but still, it was a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. So once I the swelling went down, the way I rehabbed it, I just did leg curls, and so I started with one plate, and, I, and the first time I did it, I only got like thirty reps, in. in the area kind of gave out because of the fatigue, so uh, you know I let it recover. <laughs> then the next time I did it, I moved it up to and I tried to get you know another ten or twenty reps, which I did. And I again worked up to hundred reps. So then once I got the hundred reps, then I added more. I was able to add weight and then focus on just staying at the fifty rep range. And my hamstring just got stronger and stronger, and extended. You know, I was back to using the weight I wanted to use. So that's just hmm. an example there okay um also if you want a good change up or a way to shock a muscle uh out of a plateau great great way to do that because again it really wakes wakes you up to the to the reality of the fatigue uh and you can still build muscle with it so that's the other thing that people need to keep in mind again you got to get it close to muscular failure or at muscular failure so you know there's a lot of benefits to it and you you want to you know, incorporate it from time to time again with, you know, depending on what your strategy is, it will work.
1: so Right. Right. Hmm. Well, a lot of great information. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that segment as much as I did, uh, you know, especially for injuries. Yeah. That's, that's really some great information. Yeah. So Armin, thanks for sharing all that, doing all the research and sharing all that knowledge with us. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, stand by for a quick word from NSP nutrition, Armin and I will be right back. NSP Nutrition was founded
0: by Vince Gironda during bodybuilding's golden era. Vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress. NSP Nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972. And you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at nspnutrition.com. Just use the code NSP Show at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger.
1: Hey, I'm Frank Mills. And before we get started with fan questions, I've got to talk about that NSP Nutrition beef liver. Um, Man, I'll tell you what. If you're looking for high-quality, all-natural beef liver, Uh, If if you've tried a lot of different things like Armin and I have, I can promise you, you won't be disappointed with NSP's version of the beef liver. And, you know, Armin, there's a lot of different brands out there, a lot of different things that you can try, but this is by far the most effective and the best I've ever had. What about you?
0: Yeah. I mean, I came across the, you know, Many years ago, when I came across beef liver, I didn't really think about it. I mean, long, long time ago, they were pretty popular, but they were in a tablet, uh, tablet form, and they were just, just nasty. Yeah. So it wasn't something I ever really, I just didn't really grasp it. But when I found them with NSP, you know, they were encapsulated, Mm -hmm. and so when I took them, you know, after I learned more about what they do, and I started taking them, I was just impressed with how well they absorbed. And then the effects. So, and I, when they ran out, which NSP tend to do from time to time, uh, you know, I want to keep taking the beef liver capsules. I tried, I tried three, three different companies. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, uh, they just, they just were tearing my stomach up. So I couldn't, I couldn't even finish the bottle, which was real disappointing. And that was just me. I mean, maybe other people don't have that issue, but that's what I found. Uh, I don't have that issue at all with the NSP uh, beef liver capsules.
1: Well. And another good thing, and I know that we've talked about this before, but if you've never fasted and you want to ease yourself into it, uh, you know, Armin, it's a great added protein resource if you're going to fast. And uh, it has worked terrific for me, I, I, you know, but that's something that you showed me. And, uh, you know, so whether it's a a single day or for three days or for how long you want to fast it's a great supplement for that as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, it's just going to give you some, some protein there, uh, which can help with some, you know, less muscle breakdown. Uh, technically it's
1: not a, you know, a pure fast, but at the end of the day, it's still going to be effective for you. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, if you haven't tried it, log on to nspnutrition.com and try it today. Uh, right now they've got, again, some great sales And a Valentine's Day special that you should definitely take advantage of. So that being said, let's get on with the show now. I brought up the beef liver for a couple of different reasons. And one, because our fan questions involve in beef liver. And the first one is from Melissa. Uh, She heard our show when you were talking about the potato vodka and how it helped Uh, you recover from a hangover. So she's like, oh, so she went out um and found Mm. some potato vodka and made herself a drink or two or whatever and uh enjoyed herself but at the end of the night uh she drank a glass of water with 10 beef liver capsules and she said Mm -hmm. lo and behold no hangover the next morning so she wanted to thank you for that some great advice Yeah, no problem. (laughs)
0: Good, good to hear. People are actually using some of the strategies.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's right. So, you know, when you take the beef liver, Armin, that actually kind of detoxifies your liver. Is that what that does?
0: Yeah. So when you eat liver, it's the same process, like versus like. So the body recognizes those elements and helps. Just helps to re nourish. You know, the the liver because mm-hmm. of the the glandular of the that comes from the extracted beef liver. So, you know, if you eat liver, it's going to help you. Det- I mean, you can do the same effect just by eating liver,
1: right? right? But right. if
0: you don't want to eat the liver. Then the capsules help to do that. So that's that's the beauty of it. You know, when you yeah. eat liver, it's going to detox. It's going to have the benefits. It's just this is so much more convenient and effective.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I actually when I was growing up, I had to eat the liver and onions and I'm glad that I don't do that anymore. Uh, I don't miss that. So yeah, I'd rather take the capsules myself. So, but Hey, we're glad that that worked for you, Melissa. And thanks for sharing that with us. Um, it's pretty funny. Absolutely. All right. Uh, our next one is from Landon and Landon, um, implemented the beef liver, into the fasting aspect, what we discussed and what we just talked about. Um, His first fast that he tried, he tried a day and uh, he took five, five and five. Well, he found out the five wasn't really enough. So the next day Mm -hmm. he did a a one day fast. He took 10, 10 and 10. And he said, Mm -hmm. I got through that day a lot easier but yeah, uh, wow. then when we were talking about the show, Armin, we had talked about Frank doing the three-day fast. So he thought, well, yeah. I'm going to try that. Well, he got about into yeah, halfway to day two and timeout, that was enough. <laughs> um, yeah. But he said he has implemented the fasting into his nutrition plan, his workout plan. And he feels mm-hmm. that it helps keep him on track, uh, having that one day fast to kind of reset every week. And thank you for actually sharing all that information.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do a one day. I do a fast once one day a week, twenty four hour fast one day a week. Now I don't do the beef liver with it because you know I'm a little I'm older and I'm looking to clear out. You know, you know what happens is when you do a twenty four hour fast, you don't take anything except. Coffee, water, or tea—that kind of thing—you're going to be uh, getting any undigested proteins will be ate up from that from the fasting process, which mm-hmm. is good. And then any old senescent cells, because of the mild stress on the body, they're going to get ate up, okay, taken care of. And then you have an opportunity to just generate some stem cells through the bone marrow by doing these fasting periods. So uh, now, a three-day fast is even more more effective. But at the end of the day, you know, when you're training, I think that's pretty tough to do because you just basically have to take three days off. You cannot be training. I don't think you can be training when you're doing a fast like that because you're breaking down muscle and you need something to help repair. So that's how I, I look at that. But
1: yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's good stuff. And it definitely, um, helps me in regards to, I, I, I guess it's more of a mindset thing, because when you fast, your body's going through a little bit of adversity, and it does help you mentally as well, I think, right?
0: Yeah, well, it's stress. I mean, your body, okay, so your body has built-in mechanisms for these kind of things, because, you know, as a hunter-gatherer, as we evolved, there were days where you didn't have anything to eat, so Mm -hmm. your body had to have these mechanisms so you could stay alert, to hunt, so you can get something to eat. So that's mm-hmm. why it's built that way. You know, you can't just be getting. You know, that's why people think, well, if you eat fast, you're going to get run down. You have low energy. You're going to have all these things. They're just making assumptions because of the way they use energy. But no, when you're when you can't eat, your body's like, hey, we need to be alert for survival reasons and to be able to, you know, see and think and act the way we need to act. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a uh, instant survival uh, thing.
1: Well. A lot of great information. We appreciate your fan questions and information and your feedback. And we're always looking for more. So if you've used any of the NSP supplements, if they've enhanced anything that you've done, your nutrition plan, Mm -hmm. it's helped you on a diet. If it's just helped you feel better, we sure would like to know about it. And it would greatly appreciate it. If you share that with us, there's different ways to do that. You can scan the QR code on the screen, contact us that way. You can comment on YouTube. Mm -hmm. There's quite a few of them there. Or you can email us direct at support at nspnutrition.com. And, you know, Armin, we're always looking for that feedback because it helps you with content for the show and also helps with our fan question segment where we're able to address our listener or our viewer directly and uh, we really appreciate that.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we can help, if we can get, help people, that's what it's all about. And, you know, again, if you feel like you're getting benefits from this, be sure to share, share it with other people so they can learn about some of these ideas and maybe we can help them as well.
1: Absolutely. Over a 1,000 subscribers, and we appreciate all of you for doing so. And that being said, that's the end of the show. So join Armin and I next week for a brand-new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show.